buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny, episode 59. Today we're going to chat with Rapid Fire Rachel, make a prank call about Malcolm's Halloween costume, and talk about the Senior 22 conversion kit. Today's panel is Chewbacca, and I'm Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I told her, I was like, before the show, I was like, that's dumb, don't do it. And she's like, no, it's funny. And I'm like, it's... Well, once you listen to the prank call, you'll understand why. But I think it's hilarious. I totally agree. Now, it, it, it's a good time. All right, guys. So before we get started, let's talk about our friends over at Manticore Arms. What do you want to talk about? Uh, what do I want to talk about? I want to talk about the Transformer Rail. I know that I sound like a broken record, but I really want people to go check it out. It is awesome. So I just ordered some new Enforce uh, rifle lights to put on my rifles. And the cool thing is, is normally I don't have anything. I don't have any attachments or accoutrements or anything like that. I just literally have the the covers that go over the panels. Well, I ordered the lights, so now I'm going to need uh, Picatinny. So basically, I just take one panel off, put a Picatinny panel right there, put the light on, and I'm good to go. It, you only have what you want. And if you have an M-Lock light, and a Picatinny um, night vision or something, you can do that too. You can have whatever you want, any any pattern that you want, you can have on the same handguard. And they're really, really inexpensive, like 130 bucks. So go check them out, manticorearms.com. Coupon code is? Gunfunny15, and that gets you 15% off. Yep, absolutely. We love Manticore Arms. Support the companies that support us. Let's uh, Let's get into the show. Learn the things you never knew. On Deconstructing the Industry. Rachel, thanks so much for joining us today. So I'm glad to be here. So tell us who you are, for those who don't know, and what you do. Um, okay, so I am uh, Rachel B. or Rapid Fire Rachel, and I have a day job just like everybody else, but... I what I really love and enjoy is spreading the message about the wonderful world of firearms and encouraging citizens to take an active role in their personal protection, um, but also showing folks that guns are serious, but you can have some serious fun with them as well. Um, there's all sorts of sports and things that you can get into. So with all this, I've built up a little social media following on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube now, and that's how I'm here, I guess. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, when did you get into guns? Like, have have they been a part of your life or did, was it later? Um, so I actually was raised at the range pretty much. Um, my dad took us out there. My earliest memory was probably three. But I guess I didn't really get into them until I was 17, 18 is when I started, like, actually showing more of an interest. We were out there my entire life. But when I was 18, I went on a trip with my dad to the machine gun shoot at Knob Creek and fell absolutely in love with everything there. I was hooked. So just uh, shooting the machine guns, like what was it specifically that really drew you in? Um, it was the environment. You walk in, your heart starts beating to the sound of machine gun fire. Everyone there has the same interest as you. There's history on all the tables in the pole barns. And then, yeah, I did my first sub gun match and it's just exhilarating. <laughs> What What is a, for those who don't know, what is a subgun match? So they do a national subgun match at Knob Creek. It's uh, full auto only, subgun, so pistol caliber. Uh, people use Thompsons, Uzis, Sterlings, MP5s. Um, 
but it's, it's a shooting competition. Nice. That, that sounds actually kind of awesome. I know, right? I mean, it's like a normal shooting competition. You just have to use fully automatic stuff. <laughs> right. And then there's a few others that we've been to one in Florida, Melbourne, um, Port Melbourne in Melbourne, but they're, they open it up to other classes. So you don't have to be full auto. More people can participate. Nice. Nice. So uh, we recently hung out with you in California, and uh, that was fun. We were in Los Angeles together. Then we went to San Francisco, which that was cold. quite an experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so cold. It was. Yeah. So if anybody's listening and you don't know, San Francisco is freezing. All it's the time. not like the rest of California. So bring warm clothes. Yeah. Regardless of, of what time of year it is. And, and steel soled shoes so you mm. don't step on the needles. Yeah. <laughs> I never saw any of the needles. I know. I Actually, so that's what we were saying. Maybe we just didn't go to the the areas, but yeah, yeah I was kind of surprised. I never saw even one needle. Yeah. But I one thing that did surprise me is like your knowledge of firearms. I mean, you have just like a ton of knowledge, especially about old guns. Where did you get your knowledge from? So really, my dad is the one with all of the knowledge. I'm just learning. I'm learning every day. I try to take in as much as I can, uh, but... My dad is the reason that I know what I do. Um, just him watching old military shows. That's, I guess I've learned from that. And just absorbed a lot via osmosis. But I mean, just also <laughs> studying, right? Like, uh, obviously you have to kind of look into stuff and read stuff. And I know you post historical stuff too. Are you interested in history? Oh, I love learning about history. What's Every your, part of it. <laughs> what's your favorite era? I like the 40s, 1940s. What, what do you like about them? Just how much stuff was going on back then. Yeah. Um, I like the style. That's, that's very cool. Um, I, I definitely noticed that you have like an appreciation for a lot of the older firearms. Uh, we see you shooting a lot of new stuff too, but when I see you actually get really passionate about something, it's usually some of the older stuff. Does that come from like what your dad does and what he's interested in? Or uh, is it just something that you just fell into? I think a little bit of both. I think it's, yeah, it's a little bit of both. So when we were at, what was it called? The, in LA that we, we went to. Uh, the, Independent Studio Services. Yes. And we were in the muzzle loader. There was, I mean, a ton of muzzle loaders and stuff. I noticed that you were really excited about that, which I was like, oh, that's cool. I don't know what dick about muzzle loaders. I don't even think I've ever shot one. In fact, I know I've never shot one. So, yeah, so I think that that's cool because I think, especially people our age, they only know about more of the modern guns, but they don't really take the time, such as myself, to learn about some of the older guns, which is awesome. What uh, what role do you think that you play in the firearms industry? More than anything, I think I play the role as a customer. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Definitely yeah. always buying stuff, but um, I think I've also built up the platform on social media to, uh, to where I can share some of my experiences and some of the things I like and point people in the direction of things that may interest them. So I guess influencer at this point as well as customer, but mainly customer. Nice. Uh, well, let's, let's dig into that just a little bit. I think with Instagram, we've seen a huge rise in that kind of influencer marketing. I mean, it's existed for a long time, endorsements and contracts and things like that. But I think on Instagram, it's it's been really important and it's been a big part of kind of what you've done. Um, what are your thoughts on the influencer marketing industry as it applies to social media these days? 
Um, I think it's a huge part of marketing now. It's so strange how it happened, but um, you can get the message out about your company and your product so easy on all, all of the social media platforms. So finding somebody, finding an influencer that has the same vision as you or shares the interests that you do can really benefit a company. Definitely. And since you said one of your main roles in the industry is as a consumer, like when you see influencer marketing, like what kind of stuff works well for you? Um, I like to see somebody that more of like lifestyle posts. So if I see somebody actually out using the product um, instead of just like standing there holding it or Oh, just go buy this because I like it. I, if somebody's using it, um, I think that says a lot more to me. Or if they can tell you like why they love it, what what about it made them use it or decide to promote it. Definitely. And mm-hmm. since you do a lot of influencer marketing type stuff, and people really companies put their trust in you, and your audience on social media puts their trust in you as well, how important is it for you to you know promote good products and and bring stuff to? And we've talked about this before, but. Uh, I think our listeners would be very interested. Like how important is it for you to to promote good stuff? Um, I think it's very important. (laughs) I don't want to promote something that I wouldn't use myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think we do see a lot of that out there. And I think it is one of the things that sets apart good influencers is that you only use products that you actually truly believe in. You don't just take anyone who, who walks up and wants to send some money or product your way. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I think nowadays, um, I, I actually think influencer marketing is probably the best form of marketing because advertising is so difficult to pinpoint nowadays. And uh, a lot of that like print and billboards and TV, radio, I mean, all of that's kind of a thing of the past. So I do think that for companies, that is probably their best bet as far as advertising. But you can tell which ones are just accepting any any product they're willing to, you know, say that it's great if, as long as it comes with a paycheck or free stuff, which I hate. So I think it's really important to kind of pick and choose which companies you work with. I definitely agree. So you have a large social media presence. At what point did you start to realize that you're making a name for yourself? Well, so it was never really my intention to make a name for myself. It was just, it started out just sharing what I love to do and what I do in my everyday life. I think the point that I realized that there was a name being made, we were on our way to Knob Creek and we stopped at several Walmarts along the way, buying ammo and whatnot. And somebody at an out-of-state Walmart recognized me from Instagram. Nice. So, <laughs> making a name when somebody in an out-of-state Walmart recognizes you. Right. That's pretty awesome. I <laughs> uh, love it. All right. So, Rachel, like people see uh, you and I have done some traveling together. Uh, just a different Brownell stuff. And people always ask me about you. They, they say, is she a gum bunny? And it's always kind of funny because you're definitely not. I always tell people whenever they ask that, I'm like, dude, she's forgotten more about NFA stuff than, than I've ever known. And my favorite examples, we were sitting at a table uh, having dinner with a bunch of people one time and they were talking about, I think, miniguns, like legal citizen, civilian owned miniguns in the United States, if I recall correctly. And uh, they said something and you're like, no, that's actually not true. And then schooled everybody at the table on it. Do you get that a lot? Do you get that mis- misperception a lot? I, I think there is a misperception about me, but a lot of people won't say it to me. But what I love more than anything is uh, when people underestimate me. I love I love their face when they're like, oh, wait, she actually does know something about that. Or, oh, wait, she actually can shoot. 
I love it. Yeah. Do you remember that conversation at the table? I do. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about transferable miniguns, and I think it, we were talking about the number, um, how many are available. And, and how many are available? I believe it's 13. That's incredible. Wow. And I'm, they're very expensive. <laughs> yeah. What do they run? Like, do you remember? Um, last I heard, somebody was trying to sell one for 345000 Shoosh. Wow. I really want one. Ava, will you get me one for Christmas? Oh, get out of here. Oh, come on. But will you buy me one? Hell no. Oh. What uh, about for Hanukkah? Uh, no. Okay. No, not a chance of that <laughs> happening. <laughs> so um, how often do you get to shoot these days? Um, I, I'm out there at least once a week, but try to be out there a little bit more. Okay. So I have to ask, do you, do you still get enjoyment out of shooting or do you ever feel like once you go to a range, you have to have a camera rolling or you have to take pictures, like, like always keeping up with creating content and stuff for social media. Do you feel like you can't just go to the range, leave your phone, your camera at home and just enjoy shooting? Most of the times that I go to the range, I do leave my phone. Um, for that very reason, because if I have my phone out there, then I'm like, oh, I need to take a picture of this. And, oh, this is a good angle. Let me get this picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have this product out here. Let's grab a shot for them. So I try to, like, make sure that I have time just for myself because it's awesome. overwhelming sometimes. I Personally, I hate having my phone as an extension of my body, but that's kind of how it's turned out for me. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I totally agree. I can... Like I personally, when I, I know when Sean and I go to the range, it's like you kind of have to take pictures because you need to have content for your social media, but it definitely gets in the way at times. So, so I totally understand. Yeah. So I got to ask, so you're completely, you're absolutely gorgeous. Do you ever feel pressured to always look good? I, so I guess at, uh, at conventions and stuff, I'm like, oh, I definitely need to slap some makeup on this face. But um, in my everyday life, I, the only time I wear makeup is when I'm going to work and I have to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I never feel pressure to look good, which is good because that would be real bad for me. Is that right? <laughs> I feel like you it could do some good, though, Sean. All right. That'll do. <laughs> that, that'll do. Hey, guys, we're talking to Rapid Fire Rachel, but we're going to take just a quick break to talk about our friends over at Hackett Equipment. So I noticed in last month's box, Never Enough Tactical, who we've had on the show before, they had Hackett Equipment's EDC bag in their box. And I was curious to see like what everyone's reaction was. I know Cheyenne Dalton, John Napolitano, they receive, I received the Never Enough Tactical boxes uh, like they do. And I was interested to see if they liked it as much as we did. And everyone gave it really, you know, really positive feedback. So... If you guys haven't, definitely check out their bags. If you guys go to the range often, you're tired of carrying like five different bags. This bag, their EDC and their larger bag called the Big Bertha, <laughs> will literally fit everything. So I would say definitely check it out. And they're pretty affordable. The smaller bag is $79.99 and then the bigger bag is $99.99. But you're not going to pay a full price because nope. if you use the code GUNFUNNY, you get 10% off. And that's at HackettEquipment.com. Definitely check them out. Can I have the EDC bag that just came in the Never Enough Tactical? No, because we're actually going to give that away. 
I forgot to tell you that. Get out of here. We'll talk about it at the end of the well, show. I'm so mad right now. All right. Let's talk more about Rachel. So, Rachel, <laughs> uh, we saw recently that you were looking to become uh, an instructor. Uh, tell us kind of what drove that decision and what you think of the journey so far. So it's always been an interest to be an instructor, but I've had some folks recently ask me about teaching their daughters. And I was like, well, I'm not, I am, I'm not an instructor. So let me do this just so I, I have some grounds to like actually teach. <laughs> That's awesome. Ha- have you become one yet or have you taken the class yet? No, I haven't. I haven't, but I've been looking into a few different ones. Um, I've been all over the place these last few weeks, and I'm about to be out of town actually this week or this coming up week. But so I'm just looking for a class that I can do. But I have realized that it's a lot. It's a lot easier to become an instructor than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're talking about NRA certified. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it's not difficult. It's. Uh, I don't know. It's like there's there's some NRA instru- certified instructors out there that are absolute garbage. I'm not afraid to say it. But the people who are interested in it, you know, that's it's like a baseline for people to start. Like you you get out there, you learn the NRA's curriculum, and then you know enough that you'll be able to apply what you know, take their curriculum, and and give your students a good thing. W- was that something that you were kind of worried about? Is how easy it was? Yes, <laughs> how easy it is, and how many people can become one and say they're an instructor, but maybe not have as much knowledge as like, I think it's important if you're looking for an instructor to find somebody with a lot of experience or I don't know. Someone who's, <laughs> someone who's thought about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are people becoming instructors that it really, it makes me question, you know, some of these NRA counselors out there, it seems like they're just letting anybody and everyone pass when I know from just even shooting with these people or attending the same events with these people that they don't have a lot of experience. So it is scary. Um, and even being an instructor myself, I look back to the first year, even the first, like the first couple of years, like only now, and I've been teaching for a little over five years, only now do I really feel confident in everything that I'm teaching. But I look back at some of the things I was teaching. I'm like embarrassed, like mortified. And I think that there is something to be said about really gaining experience even maybe shadowing other instructors for a while before you start teaching your own classes, because just the fact that you have that NRA credential, it doesn't mean that cool. Now you, you know, you should go out and, and teach people. And not to discourage people. Cause I want, I think everyone should be an instructor, but really yeah. you think everyone should be. Well, I think everyone should at least take the <laughs> class. Cause I think that they're, they're useful and they teach valuable skills. Yeah. But it's uh, it's definitely a starting point. Is that something that you think you might pursue even more down the road, kind of like adding that to your repertoire of things that you do? Uh, yes. And my end goal here, like what I've wanted to do um, at least the last six years, I've been thinking about it. Uh, my brother and I want to open up our own range and training facility. So this plays directly into that. I would be able to be a trainer as well. Wow. That and would be awesome. Yes. So yeah, that would be fantastic. I think that's a, an awesome goal. And it's cool that you've been thinking about it. And yeah, I'm pretty excited to see where that goes. You mentioned traveling and that you've been, that, that, that you travel a lot. And we definitely know that life, but kind of tell us what you've been doing. Well, I was just up in West Virginia uh, with JMAX Customs. They were showing us all their new products. They don't go to shot show. So this is their new product reveal. And we just went out, shot a bunch of machine guns, played around with some of their new products and had a great time. That's so cool. And so uh, 
I mean, I see you like all over, we see you all over the United States. Uh, what are some of your favorite trips that you've been on in the last year? Well, I mean, definitely the Brownells social summit. That was <laughs> yes. amazing. <laughs> Week long. And I got to slap you in the face of the fish. Yeah. that Well, not just once, but like three times. And the last time you hit me so hard that the fish broke in half. <laughs> oh God, poor fish. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, always great i i enjoy going to the nra convention i think that's a lot more fun than shot show mm-hmm. yeah I, that seems totally to be agree. the general consensus what do you think what do you like about it more um i like that i like that there are people um consumers there yeah so I, you're getting people like directly interested in the products oh i want to buy this um i love i love seeing that mm-hmm. definitely so Rachel, who in the industry would you say are your role models? Well, I just posted this actually on Instagram the other day. I really, I, well, I look up to Rocky. I do not remember her last name at the time, but she's amazing. She's a businesswoman. Um, she's a shooter. I think she's incredible. Um, I posted you on there, Ava, actually, because you're a trainer. You have so much knowledge and I think you're an amazing person. Thank um, you. I threw in Jana Reeves, she's competition, and then my sister-in-law, Kayla, who is law enforcement. But I just picked like a few people from all different spectrums that I think have great qualities, and they're definitely people that I look up to. You know, it's funny. I actually did not realize that Kayla was your sister-in-law, and I don't know how I put two and two together, but I did this a few weeks ago, and I told Sean, and I remember you talking about your sister-in-law when we were in California, and I still, for some reason, did not put two and two together. <laughs> I actually didn't know either, even though I've been at the same place at the same time as you guys. I did not know. She told me. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I'm um, dense. And you guys are both in Georgia, right? Yes. Yeah. She's like 20 minutes from me. Nice. Do you guys plan on going to the Iraq veteran 8888 shoot uh, in first week of October? Yes, we are. Nice. I haven't decided if I'm going to go yet or not. Oh, you should. It's it's probably one of my favorite shoots as far as like everyone getting together. It's definitely Brandy planned it out so well. She's incredible too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Brandy is pretty awesome and always puts together like a really well run and well organized thing. Even a hurricane could barely stop them. Oh, right. Um, we did not stop it. Yeah, no, I mean, I remember we had to go buy uh, the big mud boots and we were standing, you know, in six inch deep water on the range, but we were all there all day. And everybody was happy. Yeah. I mean, when you're shooting machine guns, like, how can you not be happy? <laughs> That's true. That was, that was that was the first time I ever went to uh, IV-8888 shoot and I, I was blown away. Everyone was smiling. It was a great time. We were getting drenched all day like 12 hours in the rain yep and no one was prepared for it which is even better (laughs) no so uh, let's uh you've got some travel coming up here like what are your what are your future goals like what what is coming down the the uh the pipe for rapid fire rachel um i have a couple of trips with brown owls coming up knob creek is coming up in october we always go to the it's the Gunny Challenge. I don't know if they're going to call it the Gunny Memorial Challenge this year, but we do the big GSSF match in Talladega at the CMP range. So, Rachel, where can people find you online and uh, keep up with all your shenanigans? 
Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Rapid Fire Rachel uh, should connect you to all of those. Awesome. Very cool. And that's you, so awesome. Do you have a second? Can you? Are you going to stay with us for the entire show? Yeah, might as well. It's kind of fun listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can talk anytime you have anything to say for the rest of the show as well. It's not like you have to be quiet. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's talk about our other friends. Over at? Matador Arms. So Matter Arms is made, they're known for their SKS products. Yep. The Sabertooth, pretty cool. I bet Rachel actually knows more about SKSs than I do. I know basically nothing. Rachel, do you? I might, I might know more. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. Do you, do you have an SKS? No, I don't. Not, I don't have one personally. So for people who do have an SKS, if they wanted to, you know, kind of change up the look a little bit. I would recommend the Sabretooth. Yep. It's a chassis. Just drop in your SKS. I think it requires a little bit of uh, tool work, but not too much at all. And it's definitely something that anyone can do. Uh, you can find more about it, matadorarms.com. And uh, you you could use the code GUNFUNNY10. That gets you 10% off. Yep. Always, always save that money. Now, they also pr- sponsor our prank call segment. And uh, man, this week. It's, it's a pretty funny prank call. Malcolm wants to dress up for Halloween. It's time for Prank Calls with Malcolm and Gertrude. Honey! Thank you for calling. This is Chris speaking. How may I assist you? Uh, yes, hello. My name is Malcolm, and I was calling because uh, this is, might be a weird call for you, but I am go- I'm going to dress up like Chewbacca uh, from from the Star Wars movies for Halloween, and I'm trying to figure out which gun would be the best to use. I'm sorry, what was that? I'm I'm going to dress up like Chewbacca for Halloween, and I'm trying to figure out which gun would be the best to use. Can you help me with that, dear, dear sweetie? Google. Google? What's a Google? Google will help you out with that. I've never heard I of it. Mean- Google gun. Did your voice change? I'm so confused right now. What's happening? Yeah, no, it's my voice. It's just earlier. I just picked up the phone. It kind of sounds sweet at first, so. Yeah, that, that's so weird. Uh, so what, which gun do you think would be the best for me to do? I, I've got the voice down. Can you make that sound again? I, don't, I can't recognize that gun. No, that's that's the Chewbacca noise, the sound that he makes. I'm going to dress okay, okay. up. Which, which well, yeah, gun? Oh, yeah, for a gun, I'm not too sure. I mean, Google it. go to Google and see what you can find, man. So like a Google gun? I've never heard of that. No, not a Google gun. Just type in Google on your search engine. What's a search engine? <laughs> search engine. Yes, sir. I, I don't. Uh, what are you saying? You you don't know what a search engine is? No, sir. I'm fairly old. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, you have a computer? A what? A computer. No, sir. Do you have a smartphone? Uh, no. And well, you need to get a hold of a computer <laughs> and type it on the web. Uh, www.google.com and then right there you can search anything like you know whatever you want to look you said you want to dress as Chewbacca for Halloween yes sir you right. find some kind of a weapon like that which I don't recommend you walking out with a weapon why, why, why is that and do you have a computer maybe you could google it for me so I don't at the moment hmm I guess we've got a conundrum here so um, I, yeah so, I've been practicing the voice and like <laughs> and I just, you know, I just need to find that right gun to to carry around and uh, to show all the children. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't you have. Know, that's it. not pretty cool what you're saying, right? What's that? That's not cool what you're saying, right? <laughs> What's not cool? Well, what, what, you want to repeat what you just said? That 
I don't understand. I'm going to dress up for Halloween, and I'm just trying to be authentic. Yeah, but you, you mentioned something else that caught my attention. What's that? Well, you mentioned about the <laughs> firearm you want to carry. You're not sure what kind, but you, I heard you say something you want to show the children. Yes. You also did mention something else that I'm trying to make sure I, you know, I wanted to see if I heard correct or if I'm just hearing stuff today. I don't even understand. I feel like you're being very combative. I'm not. I'm very <laughs> relaxed, actually. I'm sitting down in a chair, relaxed. Okay. Well, I, I guess I don't understand. I'll, I'll see if my grandson can help me with Google and see what, what to do. That's cool, bro. Go ahead. Uh, have, your, uh, have your grandson help you out with that. Hopefully he can. Um, I don't recommend you walking out with a weapon, though. I definitely don't recommend you doing that, but, you know... Not, That's not, just my recommendation. Not a real one. Obviously, it's made up. It's fantasy, right? I'm just looking for the, the thing that I would use that looks like Chewbacca's uh, firearm. Okay. All right. Well, you can find a lot of those on Google. Um, make sure you have something with an orange tip, and I'd say just be very careful because nowadays you can't mess around with stuff like that. Okay. Thank you so much for your help. No problem. <laughs> 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 wow. That went dark real quick. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, what did what are you accusing me of? <laughs> uh, uh indecent exposure. I don't even know. Like I don't know. <laughs> uh yeah. That was actually really funny. I kinda think we should save that number and Ricardo should call that guy back. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? Uh I don't know, racism. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. That guy, yeah, he was you could tell that he did not want any of what I was selling. <laughs> Rachel, when was the last time you made a prank call? If ever. Um, probably when I was like 12. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, don't wonderful. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I'm not judging you at all, but if you do need uh, if you do need a gun for Halloween, I wouldn't walk around with it either, but I have an MG34 you can borrow. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> nice. I- I'm in. Actually, uh, Sean's working on, on a little costume. Uh, it should be. I- I'm working on a theme rifle. Yeah, and you also are going to, you have the Chewbacca outfit. I do. And you just went to Walmart and you saw some Chewbacca slippers. I I did. And yeah, basically, guys, this might be, you might be, when are you going to release the the Uh, whole thing? uh, I'm waiting on the sling to be manufactured custom. Okay, so we're thinking probably. A few weeks. Yeah, so probably just in time for Halloween. Probably. Are you going to use the Malcolm voice? No. Are you going to be like, hello, hi, <laughs> where are the children? I got Snickers. No, I'm never talking about children again. That guy was like trying to <laughs> accuse me of something. I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> that was uh, funny. I know. I was just like, what's up? What what, what, what your problem is? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Paul and Rady. All right. So we finally completed our PF 940Cs. Which essentially is the equivalent of like a Glock 19. I know. This is where Rachel's like, hey, I, I built an M249 out of like scrap lumber and pipes from Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> and Not I, quite. Not and quite. I'm over here. Actually, it's funny because uh, I was waiting forever from, well, I was waiting for my barrel to come. Sean had a barrel. Then he forgot to order a guide rod. I had a guide rod. So we've been switching out. To take pictures for the gram. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, and he's like, and I was like, well, why do you get a complete gun? And I don't. He's like, yeah, but you don't have a barrel. And I'm like, yeah, well, you don't have a guide rod. So. And then I just looked at her while I put her guide rod in my gun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rachel, have you done a polymer 80? I have not. Is that something that you'd be interested in? They're they're pretty dang fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. It's so, so addicting. It is. It's like, I I think ours, the the only Glock part that I think I have in mine is the guide rod recoil spring. Okay, you mean the only you mean my guide rod. 
Yeah, I've got your Glock guide rod. But okay. other than that, uh, so my mine is the Polymer 80 frame. I've got a Magwell from Ferrotech. I've got the barrel from Faxon. I've got the slide from Brownells. Um, I got the Lone Wolf slide parts kit. I got the Lone Wolf, I believe, frame parts kit. And I've got a Polymer 80 trigger. And I've got True Glow sights. And yeah, I don't think, I think the only thing is my guide rod recoil spring that, that is Glock branded. Nice. Yeah. Well, if you guys do go to polymer80.com and you want to buy something, use the code GUNFUNNY for 10% off. Yep, absolutely. Never pay full price. Never. Tactic Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. So, Rachel, I asked you before we started the show if there was any gear that you wanted to talk about. And you mentioned the Jonathan Senior 22LR conversion kits. Tell us a little bit about this product. So, uh, 22 conversion kits is something that I've been really interested in lately. Um, they're great fun. I or we, my dad and I have them for Mini 14, Colt 1911, Taurus 92. Probably the greatest one ever is the Thompson. Which I posted on my Instagram a few times, and it just blows people's minds. They're like, "Why would you change a Thompson? You destroyed it." But no, we didn't destroy it. It's a conversion kit, easily converted back, and it's just great fun. Yeah, they are. What were you gonna say, Ava? Well, I was gonna say. So, tell us exactly how these work. How do you just change it out? That's just it. You just change it out. You either there's little parts where you can pop in like the barrel that fits. Which which guns do, does Senior make the conversions for? I'm not sure what all of them are. Uh, like I said, we have them for the Mini 14, a Colt 1911, Taurus 92, um, an M16, and the Thompson. Oh, nice. So explain how – because I, I, I've got a conversion bolt from CMMG to make an AR into a 22LR. But how does like how does the Thompson – what all parts do you have to switch out? So it's – it's going to be like the barrel. It's get, and it has different magazines as well. Dang, that's that's kind of awesome. And he just makes those for all these different guns, huh? Yes. That's very cool. What's your what's your favorite one? The Thompson? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. I definitely love those. What what kind of, what kind of pricing do they have on I know, the I'm trying to bits? I'm trying to look it up right now and I'm like I was gonna say I don't even think he has the price on the website. Oh, I found I found it for the Mini 14. It's like 245 with the 10 round mag or 249 with the 30 round mag, and I see it actually comes in a nice case. It looks like. Oh yeah, it is a nice case. Yeah. Yeah, dang, that's pretty awesome. Is this a guy local or how'd you how'd you come across him? Um, I've seen him multiple times in Knob Creek. He's always he's always got a place either on the firing line or in the pole barn. But then my dad's been buying from him from for years. That's so cool. The 1911, I've seen some conversion kits for those. Does it cycle and everything and everything's good to go? Mm-hmm. It works really well. Dang, that's awesome. It looks like just uh, a different slide barrel magazine. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so like I said, my only experience with conversion kits is the CMMG bolt and magazine. And those are actually really fun, except it wasn't so fun when 22LR was like impossible to get. But it seems like it's all back and in stock everywhere now. Yeah. And the prices drop significantly. Yeah. It's not back to pre Sandy hook prices, but it's, it's definitely uh, down quite a bit. 
All right, guys. So if you want to check that out, go to 22lrconversions.com. Yeah, so awesome. All right, guys. Uh, it is time for our iTunes reviews. And do I have to read them? Why do you even ask this? I know. It's like I always have to do all the work. Don't embarrass me in front of our new friend. (laughs) All right. Jeff K says, recommended Gun Funny is the best podcast to listen to when WLS, Trigger Words, Handgun Radio, Double Tap, or Civilian Carrier Radio hasn't posted yet. Sorry, Ava. Wow. Anything else? Yeah. You and Tickles need to step it up. JK, the one recommendation would be to involve the guests on the show and the prank calls. Save Sean the embarrassment. He gets enough of that just being part of the WLS crew. P.S. If you need a guest on the show, I'm in five stars. Well, insulting Ava is probably not the best way to become a guest on the show. Yeah, that's for sure. However, he does want the giveaway. No, he doesn't. Of course he does. No. Watching every other podcast. So what? Like when all else fails and, <laughs> you know, those podcasts aren't working or uploading, then you watch Gun Funny? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, the, the, he wins for sure, No, right? he doesn't. Alexander Garcia says, recommended, hilarious. I love this podcast. The best one I've heard out there. Okay, he wins. No, the the, the first guy wins. Oh, well, why don't you send him some WLS swag then? All right, I will. <laughs> <laughs> and Alexander Garcia can contact me. Okay, perfect. That sounds fair. Uh, it is time to wrap the show up, guys. And uh, before we do... Let's talk just a little bit about Patreon. And for people who don't know, Patreon is a way that you can support the show. It actually helps us pay for cool things like editing, which uh, Kenny Ortega is our editor. We've been able to hire him, and he's been doing a good job putting out much better stuff than than when the show first started. So those Patreons help us directly improve every single week. To become a Patreon, you just go to patreon.com slash gunfunny, and you can see all the cool stuff that you get access to. You get access to our Patreon-only Facebook group. You get access to monthly giveaways. And all kinds of stuff. And apparently, what is the giveaway we're doing this month for $5 nut Patreons? I have not decided yet, but I will say that once we, once we reach 65 Patreons, we are giving away a Hackett Equipment EDC bag. Dang. How many? One. No, uh, how many? Six, 65 Patreons. Dang. We've been blowing through these goals pretty quickly lately. It's awesome. Yeah, we have. So, and, and so then you'll have like a one in 65 chance of winning. And this bag is super cool. Yeah. It's, I think everyone should own one. So we're giving one away. So if you guys are interested, become a Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash gunfunny. And I would like to thank our $25 Patreons. Sean, who are those people? Corbin Bonafide, Iraq Veteran 8888, and Charger Arms. And who's our king of the Patreon? Our king of the Patreons, newly crowned, is 2A Jewels. And they make all kinds of great bullet casing. Rachel, have you? do you have 2A Jewels stuff? I do. Yeah, I, I thought that I had seen you post something about it. What do you think of them? Uh, I think it's a great product. Yeah. Oh, is there? Do you have a favorite? Um, no, I don't. Ava, what's your favorite? Uh, you know, mine has to probably be the uh, the little toggle necklace. Oh yeah, yeah. So it goes through the little loop. You guys have probably seen it on my Instagram, but it's just I don't know. It's so pretty and. It really, I could wear it with like really any outfit. So that's what I love about 2A Jewels because it's just kind of, it's like delicate and small. And if you're wearing t-shirt and jeans, it works. If you're dressing up, it goes well. So that's what I love about it. Uh, you guys, if you want to check out their Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash 2A Jewels. And they're the king. They get the t-shirt until they are dethroned. And then I guess they can keep the t-shirt because I don't really think we should just be sending yeah i don't i think it would be bad to ask for it back yeah that would be awkward yeah so rachel thanks so much for being here with us uh remind everyone where they can find you online 
Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, Repify Rachel. Cool. And I guess the next time we'll see you is in Georgia. Yes, I'm 88. All right. 88. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Ava, you have anything else before we wrap up? Well, if I did, I would say it. Sean, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's very sassy today. <laughs> We're out of here. Want to send feedback? Suggest a place to prank call? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact. <laughs>